0: 8.46, Kelly Kasoulis, Culture Digest Time. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. We're going to talk about the rise of Korean artists now, aren't we?
1: Yeah. uh, You know, right now there's a big Korean-American artist being um, honored with a retrospective exhibit. That's pretty exciting. Um, Have you heard of Nam Joon-baek before?
0: I have. I've... I've, I've Normally, seen his work when it's just been exhibited at uh, corporate headquarters in Korea, they've had like a piece of his work on show and uh, typically takes the form of some TV screens placed or arranged in rows and on and giving a message through video art, basically.
1: Yeah, so uh, right now, um Nam June bek is basically um, having a retrospective exhibit in um, the UK, and he's kind of known as the quote-unquote founder of video art. So uh, one of the pieces you might be thinking of um, that's quite famous is TV Garden, which is um, he essentially created a forest out of televisions playing video art and um, trees. But yeah... Um, uh, this uh, exhibit will be at the Tate Modern, which uh, is quite a way away from Seoul. But for people who are very interested and Korean artists, um, it's a network of museums in the UK. And it's honoring his work over the co- course of his life uh, from 1932 to 2006, he lived.
0: Yeah. Well, when we talk about his work, some of the TVs that I've seen are a very old fashioned style or boxy TVs, in other words. Very
1: retro. Yes.
0: You could imagine what would be possible today with some of the uh, technology that 's uh, stretching into uh, these flat panels panels that can play with glass and and just advance the visual experience
1: yeah, and I think part of the reason why um, based on you know thoughtful pieces i 've read about his work, part of the reason why that people are so fascinated with him still is because even though he was using a lot of Retro materials as we would see it now. His work was very whimsical and introspective about society and um, some people would say even kind of predicted um, our sociological interactions with technology as we know it now. Um, There's a great article uh, out there about, you know, whether or not in a way he predicted YouTube um so uh he's a very thoughtful person and um you know made a lot of amazing work like humanoid robots made out of you know broken spare parts um and there's a famous uh piece of photography he did as well of a woman playing a cello made of old tv sets so this guy has a weird obsession with retro tv monitors for sure
0: it's it's a strong claim isn't it the youtube one
1: Yes, I think so. And I think I think the point of that was more so to say that he um, is kind of seen as a pioneer for, you know, discussing how we interact with technology. And in a time where, to be quite honest, the internet, uh, by the time he passed away, the internet was just really becoming a big boom. So it's quite interesting.
0: Yeah, I think one of the big driving forces of YouTube uh, is obviously sharing visual material. But it's also uh, says a lot about humanity's desire to be on TV. and be able to just take control of that process yourself whether that dovetails with this work I don't know I think people should go along if they can to the Tate Modern a great venue uh, to to check it out Namjun Peg's quite an interesting individual generally right?
1: Yeah, you know, um, he, uh, I read a little bit about his life, and it's interesting because he was Buddhist. He never drank. Um, it was noted that he's never driven a car, and he actually has quite a famous, uh, family now. So for K-pop fans out there, his grandson is actually Jun, Junu from, um, the group Junu Xian, so, uh, famous rapper at YG Entertainment. So if you want to take a trip to the UK, uh, the exhibit runs until the end of February, um, and it should be really interesting to see kind of of this Korean-American diaspora and also um, commentary on our life with technology.
0: Well, spread the word as well to people who you know are in the UK or heading there. Uh, Let's um, talk a little bit about this BTS, House of BTS pop-up store opening in Seoul.
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, good news for BTS fans, right? There's um, there's a pop-up store coming to Gangnam on October 18th, uh, starting at 10 a.m., and I say that because I would would imagine that there's going to be quite a lineup for something like this. Um, You know, I saw some preliminary photos. There's supposedly 200 different kinds of merchandise, including um, new things that BTS fans could never get before. Um, BTS food and beverage, whatever that means, BTS-themed um, uh, eating experiences. Um, fans can take photos with uh, photo cutouts of BTS band characters, so not the real guys, so apologies in advance. Um, and they also actually themed photo ops and exhibits around individual songs and albums, so I really have to hand it to them for being able to like monetize individual songs as well, not just themselves as a band.
0: Are you a BTS fan? Are you part of the army?
1: Uh, I would not say I'm part of the army, but I do enjoy some of their music. I certainly wouldn't buy like action figures of them, but uh, I love Mike drop. I listen to that when I work out. Uh, oh, fi- really? Yes. Fake Love, Go Go. Um, I do sing them sometimes at Nordebong or karaoke. So, um, I do. Yeah, I do enjoy them a little bit, but you know, that aside, it's not just about me. I think we discussed this a couple weeks ago, but there was a report from the Hyundai Research Institute that actually said that one in 13 people who came to South Korea a year or two ago um, came in part because of their interest in BTS. So we're talking about That's you know a huge. massive number of people.
0: It's interesting how they've changed language as well, because I said, are you a part of the army? But if I was asking correctly but incorrectly grammatically i would say are you an army because uh that that's they kind of use it as a singular noun for a person
1: yeah absolutely and when, if,
0: when you see it on youtube for example
1: yeah and if you see how uh these people defend bts it, it yeah. one person is an army <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> do, you, do you know i i uh there's one song that i've heard a few times i think we might have heard it first here on air but um born singer do you know that one they I often sing it live. I do I I, I I like that musically. I like it when they actually sing. I'm not I'm not so much so crazy about the uh the post production bits and the and the rapping I like the harmonies that they sometimes produce. They
1: are certainly fantastic singers, but I actually like their faster paced songs. Okay. So that's just me.
0: Well, you know, that's good. We compliment each other well then, Kelly. Um <laughs> So uh, this is a time when we also look at events that are coming up. Uh, There was one actually that I wanted to mention briefly. Um, So we mentioned people going to uh, London. There's also something to check out in New York if you happen to be going there. Just briefly to mention.
1: Right. um, Yeah. Speaking of, you know, honoring famous Korean artists, um, Yang Gyu, who's a very prominent um, female Korean artist, she'll be showing an installation at the MoMA or the Museum of Modern Art in New York um, starting in October. And so for people who haven't been to New York, that's probably one of the, you know, most high end museums Mm -hmm. in terms of art. Um, They actually closed the museum down since June 15th and will reopen on the 21st um, with this new multimedia installation. Um, And, you you know, I, I didn't get to see pictures of it, but it sounds super avant garde. And one thing that I think is really interesting is it's supposedly the exhibit plays um, the background noise of birds being recorded at the DMZ back when Kim Jong-un and Moon Jae-in were at that blue footbridge talking. And it was actually a recording that reporters took hoping to get some bits of their conversation, but instead all they really got was the sound of nature and birds. And I I don't want to dissect that here on air, but I think that's super fascinating from a conceptual standpoint.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, And then we've got some other events as well to look forward to, much closer to home.
1: Yes, absolutely. So if you're looking for something to do, uh, the Seoul International Music Festival will run from October 22nd to November 8th. Um, It's basically a string of orchestral concerts, and part of it is honoring uh, 30 years of diplomatic relations with Hungary, which is obviously a huge innovator and that kind of music. Um, there's also Zhongdong Culture Night um, near Doksu Palace and um, celebrating other um, artifacts that we have of the Chosun Dynasty. And so uh, this year's theme is time travel in this area, and there will be lots of exhibits, performances, things like that on October 25th and 26th. So that's a weekend event.
0: Nice. Good to look forward to. It's also Halloween season, isn't it?
1: Yeah. So Already you're-
0: seeing all the decorations up
1: the decorations i was just at um starbucks today and they have halloween themed drinks that i'm quite excited for so oh um,
0: really well um i mean you can pretty much walk down say a busy street like uh, itaewon's uh, main street and you will just see every single establishment getting involved if you like that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I do. I do love the aesthetic of Halloween, but there's not that much to do usually um, compared to the U S at least on Halloween. So October 25th to 27th, there will actually be an event um, where they've converted an old parking garage into a Halloween style skating rink. There'll be music. Uh, we can't say where exactly it is um, for some reason, but it's the tallest building in Jamshir, if you if you want to hint. Um, a certain uh, really tall tower. Yeah, and, I think
0: uh, we know which tower you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> they should be dressing that up as the like Tower of Mordor from Lord of the Rings in keeping with the theme. Cause it, yeah, it, absolutely. It, it could have that look, right? Um, thank you very much for being with us, today, uh, Kelly Kasoulis.
1: Yep, thank you for having me.